Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. We just looked at baby clothes. That was fun. It always makes me happy. <laughs> They're so little. They're so little and it's so fun because she's just about to size up into uh, the next chunk of clothing. And uh-huh. uh, so it's like all new outfits. Aww. New outfits. Yeah. She's got so many. And I'm just really looking forward to it. She's just so cute. It's so fun having like a baby doll to dress up. Yeah. Every day. <laughs> so precious. Yeah. Oh, she's so cute. The other day, because it's winter, you know, mm-hmm. so I've been dressing her in a lot of like footed pajamas and like clothing that covers her entire body. Uh-huh. And um, the other day I took her out of all that and I was just like looking at her. She got so chunky. <laughs> she's got rolls that like she's got rolls on her thumb and like she's just got rolls everywhere and i'm just like where did all these come from (laughs) she's so chunky it's hard to believe she's like so tiny for her age yeah because she seems so big she seems so chunky and so tall little girl so cute she could be bigger i do (laughs) i do see pictures of other babies in my baby group and they're like so chunky <laughs> they're just like little fucking michelin mans Aww. and i'm just like holy shit <laughs> so cute how do you fit into any of your <laughs> any of your onesies you're giant so precious yeah little baby rolls are so cute, so cute. yeah <sighs> well happy uh happy fearsome fridays everybody we are on holy gossip girls i'm casey i'm Faye. what are you drinking i'm drinking water what about you? Same. Water. We're healthy girls. I had a Gatorade earlier today. Ooh. Yeah, it was a red one. I love Gatorade. What's your favorite flavor? I like red and blue. I like the white one. Ooh, that one's good too. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I had Michael get me that flavor while I was giving birth. Uh-huh. And he got like the big ones. And I like chugged them. <laughs> so good. They are very good. I wish I could go back and like remember it more. Oh yeah. Yeah. You were on a lot of things. Yeah. I wish I wasn't on a lot of things. Yeah. But that's okay. Maybe maybe I'll get to do it again one day. Maybe not though. Yeah. I hope so. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I am petrified that like if I do do it again it'll be have like similar outcome. Oh yeah, and I'll never be like satisfied. <laughs> we're like, maybe I'll have another, another. one. <laughs> Michael will be like, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> You'll have six kids. Oh my god, ugh, six. <laughs> Gosh, no. Two is like more than enough. Yeah, one is more than enough. Let's be real. One is a lot. One is a lot. Gosh, and it just oh man. <laughs> They're so expensive, too. We're still getting bills. Really? Mm-hmm. Make her work it off. <laughs> yeah, she got another bill. So funny. I mean, it's not funny, it but funny? it's a yeah. little bit Is funny. Is it funny? Is it funny? <laughs> Is it funny? That we're getting bills. We got her bills faster than we got her birth certificate. Really? Yeah. Terrible. Oh, gosh. All right. Well... Um, do you have any hot goss? I do not. What what dog are you sitting next? His name is Buster. Aww. He's a French bulldog. Oh, 
That's so cute. He lets me sleep in, so he's like the- top of the top. Yeah. He is. Oh, we just found out last t- or the time before mm-hmm. that he knows how to roll over and shake. Aww. But he gets really mad if you don't give him a treat, and he'll start barking at you. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You tell him to roll over, and he just kind of like freaks out and like does a half spin thing. Oh, okay. He thinks that counts. Yeah. And he thinks he deserves a treat. I mean, he probably does. Yeah. He, let's he be works real. hard. Yeah. I. <sighs> anytime I do, like. I don't want to say that word. Anytime I try to give snacks to Fuji uh-huh. and make him work for it by doing like shake or whatever uh-huh. i tried really really hard to teach him how to roll over whenever i first got him uh-huh. and um the most he can do is he gets like unbelievably excited and he'll 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 be standing there and then i can get him to sit and then i'll point to the floor and i'll say like roll over and he'll just like dive bomb like his <laughs> shoulder oh. and he'll just like hit his shoulder hard onto the ground and kind of like quickly show his belly he's like boom and then he's back up oh <laughs> and then he's ready for a snack so and, cute yeah that's him rolling over it's hilarious my dog buckley used to have to dance for a snack oh you'd just hold it up and he would do spins yeah midnight so used to do that my, my parents little miniature snouser and she was so cute and she'd hold her hands up <laughs> and she'd just dance around and so want her cute. little snack i have a video i'll show you later of him doing that oh <sighs> He's so wearing a, a tutu. I put him oh in a little outfit. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love dogs wearing clothes. Me too. Dogs are just precious. They are. <laughs> Fuji, you're pretty precious too. Just calm down. Speaking of dogs. No way. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> so last week and the week before, it was pretty heavy. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Pretty dark. Uh-huh. So I have a really fun one for us. Thank you the lord <laughs> i'm gonna tell you about bobby oh bobby the wonder dog <gasps> was a dog who covered 2551 miles on his own to return home to silverton oregon after he was lost while his owners were visiting family in wolcott indiana oh my god is this a dog's way home is it i don't know what that is it's a book that was turned into a movie. Oh, maybe it is. I read that book. Did you? And watched that movie. Well, you'll have to tell me if this is familiar. Okay, okay. <gasps> In August 1923, Frank and Elizabeth Brazier, Brazier, something. Brazier. Brazier. I don't know. With, with their daughters, Leona and Nova. Those are cool names. Oh my God. Leona. Leona and Nova. And Nova. I feel like you need to get bunnies with those names. I do. Those are perfect bunny names. Those like fit in with my naming theme. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, they were visiting relatives in Wolcott, Indiana. Their two-year-old Scotch Collie slash English Shepherd mix dog, Bobby, was attacked by three other dogs and <sighs> ran away. Oh, my God. After an exhaustive search, the heartbroken Brazier family were unable to find Bobby and continued their trip before returning home to Oregon, expecting never to see their dog again. Wow. How scary would that be? That's so sad. Yeah. I can't imagine, like, it's, like, heartbreaking as a kid to go on vacation and, like, leave your favorite toy. Yeah. 
I can't imagine losing a pet. Your whole dog. Like, it's tragic. That's horrible. <laughs> In February 1924, six months later, Bobby returned to Silverton, mangy, dirty, and scrawny, with his nails worn down to nothing. Wow. He showed all the signs of having walked the entire distance, including swimming rivers and crossing the Continental Divide during the coldest part of winter. Oh my god. During his ordeal, he crossed at least 2,551 miles of plains, desert, and mountains in the winter to return home, an average of approximately 14 miles per day. Wait, you said, hang on, that he showed signs of, and then you listed a bunch of things. Uh -huh. How do you show signs of crossing the Continental Divide in winter? Oh, they just figured that from, like where it was okay he showed signs of having walked that distance i guess mm, okay i just wasn't sure if he was like frostbitten or something he might have been that's crazy scary um after his return to silverton he experienced a rise to fame his story drew national attention and was featured in numerous newspapers Mm -hmm. He was the subject of newspaper articles, including Ripley's Believe It or Not books and film. Mm. This is my favorite part. Are you ready? Yeah. Bobby played himself in the 1924 <gasps> silent film, The Call of the West. What? He's an actor, too. Oh, my God. He does it all. Wow. He really does. Yeah. Wow. Whenever, whenever I'm watching something that has a dog in it, mm -hmm. I'm always, like, mesmerized by the fact that he's acting. Yeah. But that dog's an actor. He's acting. I mean, the amount of, like, training and stuff and, like, how many takes they have to do for, uh -huh. like, any type of scene with live animals is, like, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I just love it that there's dog actors That's out there awesome. acting. Good Too for them. Cute. He received hundreds of letters from people around the world and was honored with a jewel-studded harness and collar. Ribbons and keys to cities. Uh, What's he going to do with all that? What's he going to do with a key to a city? <laughs> I love it. Like, I have a question about keys to cities. Yeah. Is it like a key to city hall? I don't know. Because, like, you don't unlock a door and then you're, like, inside of Denver. Maybe it's, like, every key, it opens every lock in the whole city. And you can just do whatever you want. <laughs> There's a skeleton key. <laughs> yeah. For the whole city. Yeah. That's such a just weird... Just go into people's houses. Like, hey, I'm Bobby. Oh I'm a dog. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's such a weird concept, though. I never really thought about it. It is really weird. And, like, what can you... Like, if you are a person who has the keys of the city, what does that entitle you? I don't know. We should look it up later. Like, are you part of their, like political system after that <laughs> i think it's just i think it's just like symbolism give i don't him, know i don't know give him like a badge or something <laughs> a medal what's he gonna do with a key <laughs> i'm gonna look that up later yeah people who had fed and sheltered bobby on his journey wrote the family to tell about their time with bobby the humane society of portland was able to use these stories to assemble a relatively precise description of the route bobby took so I guess that's how he knew. Hmm. They knew. The Humane Society concluded that after returning to Wolcott and unable to find his owners, Bobby initially followed their further travels into northeast Indiana. He then struck out in several directions, apparently seeking their scent. 
He wow. eventually headed west. How what a could, smart dog. How could he smell that? That's crazy. That is crazy. During their original trip, the Brasiers, I'm going to pronounce it different every time, <laughs> had parked their car in a service station each night. Their dog visited each of these stops on his journey, along with a number of homes and homeless camp. Wow. He's a smart dog. That's crazy. In Portland, an Irish woman took care of him for a period of time, helping him recover from serious injuries to his legs and paws. Aww. Upon his death in 1927, he was buried with honors at the Oregon Humane Society's Pet Cemetery in Portland. A week later, German Shepherd film star Rin Tin Tin laid a wreath at his grave. Oh, okay. A German Shepherd film star. I love it. His grave is sheltered by a fancy white and red doghouse received during a promotional appearance at the Portland Home Show. The gravestone has been moved outside the house for better viewing. Huh. Bobby's demonstration of loyalty is celebrated during Silverton's annual Children's Pet Parade that serves as a reminder of the special place animals and pets have in people's lives. Aww. The event was started several years after Bobby's death, and the first parade was led by his son, Pal. No way! Aww. Bobby and Pal? <laughs> A 70-foot-long outdoor painting featuring Bobby's story is part of a series of murals that decorate the walls of businesses in Silverton. Huh. Okay, we can take a break here, and after that, I'm going to tell you a little bit about some other animals that traveled great distances to get home. Okay. All right. Goodbye. Bye. And we're back. Hello. That was intense. That was intense. We had a scare. Yeah. I very unsmartly decided <laughs> to, during our break, before the episode um, saved, I decided to look up what Keys to the City meant, mm -hmm. which caused my computer to say, uh-uh. Not saving that. And then... um. And then we just waited patiently and tried everything we could think of. And it worked. It finally worked. I don't know how. And we know what keys of the city are about now. Yeah. So it's like a old, it's from medieval times where cities were walled off mm -hmm. and they would lock the gates at night. And so if there was somebody who was a friend of the city, like, I don't know, a knight from a neighboring city, uh -huh. they would give the quote-unquote key to the city as a trusted friend so they can come and go whenever they wanted yep pretty cool interesting yeah glad i know that <laughs> not glad that it almost killed it <laughs> all right okay so here's some other animals that traveled great distances home okay emily the cat Aww. went on a four thousand five hundred mile adventure 4,000? Emily was on her evening prowl when she found herself on a truck to Chicago inside of a container of paper bales. Aww. From there, she was shipped to Belgium, finally arriving in France, where employees at a laminating company found her thin and thirsty. <laughs> Since she was wearing tags, it didn't take long for her to be reunited to her family, compliments of 
Continental Airlines. So she got a free ride. What? <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah, good for her. I love people who name their pets like human, human names. names. Me yeah. too. Craig. Uh, this is my dog, Craig. It's just so funny. I should, <laughs> I should get a dog and name it Michael. So every time I'm like, Michael! And then Michael will look at me, and then the dog will look at me. <laughs> and will be like, not you, Michael. I'm talking to the dog. I call Jeez. your husband Michael 2. <laughs> the dog is Michael 1. For their placement in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> the Hicks family wanted their cat to be lovingly cared for while they went on an extended vacation overseas. Mm -hmm. So they took him to stay with relatives who lived more than a thousand miles away. Months later, when they returned to retrieve Howie, that's the cat, they were told that he had run away. Okay, was their vacation months long? I don't know. It must have been. Because, like, that's crazy. Yeah. Also, they didn't tell him their cat ran away, like, nope. whenever it ran away. <laughs> it must have been, like, I don't have, like, dates, mm -hmm. but I'm assuming it's, like, before it was easy to get a hold of someone at any time. Mm. But still, that's messed up. That is messed up. Um... The Hicks were distraught, assuming that because Howie was an indoor cat, he wouldn't have the survival skills to make it on his own, which is a fair decision. Yeah. I mean, have you seen OJ? <laughs> I feel like he'd survive a little bit just off of his, like, fat stores. Um, and he is pretty feisty, and I haven't declawed either of my cats. However, if I don't, like, feed him... Every single day uh -huh. by four o'clock, he gets hangry, <laughs> and there is plenty of food in the dish, but uh -huh. he wants that fresh kibble. You Aww, know, fresh kibble, fresh kibble. Um, where am I? All right, a year later, a whole year later, their daughter returned home from school one day and saw a mangy, unkept, starving cat. Uh it was Howie. It had taken him 12 months to cross 1,000 miles of Australian outback. Oh, they're in Australia. Oh, oh but... my God. <laughs> that's, even, that's even crazier. But Howie had come home. How did Howie survive Australia? I don't know. Everything there is trying to kill you. I know. He's a resilient kitty cat. Between, like, the actual, like, animals to the fact that it's a fucking desert? <laughs> that's crazy. This next animal also has a human name, so name your animals human names. Yeah, yeah. They'll come back to you. When the Dooleen family of Aurora, Illinois, moved to East Lansing, Michigan, nearly 260 miles away, they gave away their mixed-breed dog, Tony. Tony! Hey, Tony! <laughs> Six weeks later, who came trotting down the street in East Lansing and made himself known to Mr. Dooleen? Hey, That's right. Tony! Tony! <laughs> Dooleen recognized a notch on Tony's collar that he'd cut while still living in Illinois. This is a cute name. Are you ready? Yeah. Troubles, a oh, scout dog. Oh my god. <laughs> and his handler, William Richardson, were taking via helicopter deep into the war zone in South Vietnam in the late 1960s. Wow. When Richardson was wounded by enemy fire and taken to a hospital, Troubles was abandoned by the rest of the unit. What? So rude. That is so fucked up. I know. I mean, I know war is like <laughs> messed up, but like I've never heard of you that. Don't leave the dog. You don't leave a man behind. You don't. 
three weeks later, troubles showed up at his home at the 1st Air Cavalry Division headquarters in NK, South Vietnam. But he wouldn't let anyone near him, smartly, because they abandoned him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He searched the tents and eventually curled up for a nap after he found a pile of Richardson's clothes to use for a bed. Oh. Wait, did Richardson die? I don't think so. Maybe. Oh. It didn't say. I'm assuming he's dead. No, if, he lived. If, if, like, he only found his clothes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to look it up. He got airlifted out. Yeah. And, and he was he... in the shower. <laughs> in the shower. <laughs> when 82-year-old Alphonse Mondry was taken to a hospital in France... His cat, Michel, 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 missed him greatly. Or if it's Michel, 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 He's like a Pokemon <laughs> who can only say his own name. Um, his cat missed him greatly, so she took off and walked across cattle fields, rock quarries, forests, and busy highways. Wow. She entered the hospital where she had never been before, and found her owner's room. The nurses called the doctor right away when they found Mondry resting comfortably with his cat purring on his lap. Wow. <laughs> My sources are Wikipedia and an article on HowStuffWorks.com. Wow. And I have some pictures of Bobby. <gasps> Aww. There's him and his owner. <sighs> wow. This is owner, I think. So they clearly loved him because he has yeah. like this portrait. That is a beautiful portrait. Such a cute dog. Wow. And he's like, you ha he had to like dress up in a suit, not the dog. <laughs> his owner had to dress up in a suit to go get a portrait done yeah. of him and his dog. So cute. That's so cute. Oh, and this one, he's at Buttercup Ice Cream. How, how much is, does it say? Does it, oh, I don't think it does say. I can't tell. It doesn't. Let's just say it says like five cents a cone. Yeah. At five cents a cone. Buttercup ice cream. That's so old. <laughs> wow. That was fun. That was that fun. Was a nice change. <sighs> yes, it was. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, wow. Thank you. I am curious to know if... Uh, a Dog's Way Home was inspired by that story. I'm sure it was. Because A Dog's Way Home is a story from the dog's perspective, mm -hmm. which was so fun, <laughs> um, about this dog, Bella. Bella. And so she is a dog that was birthed by a, a stray dog uh -huh. that was living underneath a, like an abandoned house or mm -hmm. building. And the house is getting torn down. And so the dogs and like there's like cats under there and stuff are all getting, I don't know, captured and stuff. And this guy who lives in the neighborhood is like, oh, my God, I want that dog or whatever. Anyway, there's a lot of other drama that happens. <laughs> but this boy gets this dog and can't have dogs in that house. And um, so they are like trying to find ways to train the dog to like not make noise and like if they were out in the neighborhood walking and like the pet control guy came by because he's like if i see that pit bull in the city of denver 
uh, you can't because you can't pit bulls in, in the city of Denver. Like, uh-huh. I'm going to take it to the pound and three strikes and you're out is the rule. Like if they catch them three times, they kill them. Uh-huh. And so caught him once and then they caught him, went to catch him twice. And then they were like, we can't afford to have him caught again because we don't want her to die. We're going to look for a house outside of Denver. Until then, let's take the dog to live with our family that lives in New Mexico, I think. Mm-hmm. And so they drove her down there and then they left and the dog jumped out of the backyard and traveled all the way from New Mexico back to Denver. Aww. And it like went through all of the travels of like going into these towns. It made friends with like oh, uh, like a mountain lion uh-huh. that was like a kitten like a tiny little thing until it eventually grew up and was like giant Uh um made friends with like this homeless guy and that was like yeah how cute it's like a really really good story if you want like a feel-good story that's like it's so cute because it is told through the perspective of the dog oh that's a good one so cute yeah i love dogs I do recommend that book slash movie. <laughs> and the movie's really, really good. So if you don't have time to read the book, the movie's really good. Anyway, thank you for that. You're welcome. I loved it. Well, um, I guess follow us on social media. Uh, email us what your pets' names are yeah. at, and with photos. Yes, please. At unholygossipgirls at gmail.com. Maybe we'll post pictures of our of our pets yeah we should that'll be good um and then uh check out our merch leave us a review do all the things and uh we'll see you guys next week goodbye bye